United Nations Climate Change Conference to confront global warming. Some have taught this is the beginning of the final seven years, which would mean Jesus will establish his kingdom on earth by 2030. Are we really seven years from the return of Jesus? All this and more today on The End Time Show. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls today. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. You'll never know what we're getting into today. We're talking about global warming. That gets some people worked up, so you never know what might happen. But before we do, it's another rainy day here in Dallas and another great day, Doug, for some first cup coffee, of course, and talking about politics and religion, mm-hmm. the two things that you're not supposed to talk about. Right. That's what we're doing today. First Cup is a Christian-owned Patriot coffee company out of the great state of Texas. They have 11 different roasts, each one named after a specific piece of American history. You can get one of their roasts, ground, whole bean, or even pods if you're a Keurig person. I personally am not, but you do whatever you got to do. Ditch the grocery store coffee that's been sitting there for up to two years. Go to firstcup.com, use code ENDTIME to get 10% off. If you subscribe, they'll actually give you another 10% off. So go to firstcup.com today, use code ENDTIME to get 10% off. All right, Doug. I we guess Jesus didn't have first cup. Today. Not today, unfortunately. Yeah. Not now. We are. We have already, but yeah. not during the I'm show. I'm going to have it later. Um, Jesus is coming back, huh? Yeah, pretty pretty soon. Today or? Well, not today, but there are some things that are happening this week that some people have tied into starting the final seven years because it's a seven-year time limit to Agenda 2030. Okay. And so with COP28, that's what we're talking about, the first part of this, um, you know, it's kind of like their new religion nowadays because they were even supposed to have the Pope show events, and he was going to open... Uh, COP28, and he was going to uh, basically dedicate what they call the faith house there in uh, Dubai. Now remember, Vince, Dubai is the place that we have the Abraham, uh, the Abrahamic house there where mm-hmm. they have the uh, mosque, they have the um, Christian church, and they have a Jewish synagogue there all together in Abu Dhabi. And so uh, he was supposed to be there to kick that off and to kind of get things going with this climate summit for the UN. And it would have been the first time the Pope was there. Uh, however, the Pope had to decline this time because of some health issues. He's having some, uh, like some breathing problems and things like that. And remember, the Pope is like 86, I think, right now. So um, he's he's up there in age. The doctor told him not to go on this, but he was going to kind of kick the whole thing off. And it start started today. And uh, so there are some people that teach some prophecy things out there. I've watched some of the things that our viewers have sent us. And they've told me, you know, hey, you got to watch this because they're tying all this COP28 into that final seven years because of uh, the encyclical the Pope wrote. Uh, uh, and they're all tying that in with the Pope being there and this being like their newfound religion because they're really, he's really pushing for this green deal too. The Pope is saying, look, we got to take care of Mother Earth. It's our job as Christians. And, um, and so, anyway, it's a pretty, uh, pretty exciting week for the one-worlders and the uh, climate change globalist. And the people that think it's the beginning of the final seven years. Yeah, that too. So if it is, that means that 
there's a school of thought where some people think the rapture could happen at any moment, mm -hmm. and you're saying that's not going to be the case. Right. And then there's other people who say that the rapture will happen at the end of the seven years. So if it is true, that means the rapture, the return of Jesus, that'll be 2030, right? If, if this were true. Yeah, if the way that they're teaching this and what they're saying about the, um, the COP28 and the 2030 agenda, that this is a seven year deal. So this basically starts that week, the final week of uh, Daniel's 70th week that we find in Daniel 9.27. Mm -hmm. We talk about the confirming of the covenant. Some people believe this is what that's about, that he'll confirm a covenant with many, this green deal that they're all supposed to be there. And this is where they're supposed to really solidify this. Do you remember uh, Vince in 20, I believe it was 2021, when we had the clip of then Prince Charles, now King Charles, talking about they needed to take more of a military initiative with the global warming situation mm -hmm. and how uh, he said something to the effect that it will or they will have trillions of dollars at their disposal. And everybody thought, well, he must be talking about the Antichrist, you know, because he's saying he's going to have trillions of dollars. Well, it's really just the global entity that we know of as the UN or the One World Order. Uh, that will have this trillions of dollars at their disposal. But he's saying that they need to take more of a military action on this. So a lot of people believe that by the end of this week, they're going to solidify this deal and it will move into a final seven years that will wrap up in 2030 with the, um, the new Agenda 2030 deal that the UN has. So to your knowledge, then the rapture is not going to happen in 2030 either. No. Well, so you're crushing everybody's dreams. Right. The pre-tribbers, they're, they're mad at you. The post-trib. What about the mid-trib people? Uh, well, they stay upset, I think. So. Don't, they can't pick a side. So. <laughs> right. They're kind of like panicked. They just think it's all going to pan out. In there the you end. go. So, I mean, that's kind of a, you know, it's one of those things that you've got to look at Scripture. Like we always tell everybody, we've got to go back to Scripture and see what Scripture is talking about. So in Daniel... 927 when we talk about these situations we've got to look at everything that's going on there because some people believe the pope is the prince of the covenant because they believe that where it says in daniel 926 that the prince of the people that shall come and destroy the city and the sanctuary they believe that's talking about the pope and they consider the pope the prince of rome so they consider that the he's the prince of the covenant uh, but we're told certain things that this prince will do. And one of the things that he does, he makes a covenant with many. And it says that he does it for one seven. Meaning, some people say that's a, a week means, because that's how it says in the Bible, it says for one week. Uh, they think that that's actually a literal seven days. Uh, others believe it's a seven year period like we do. And we can prove that scripturally because of the timing of the rapture and everything. So we know that what that confirmation will be a confirmation of Israel's right to exist in the land. So we go back to the Abraham covenant in Genesis 15 where it talks about um, the um, covenant God made with Abraham when he said the land shall be yours from Egypt to the great river Euphrates. And so uh, we understand that that's what that confirmation of the covenant is. It's Israel's right to exist as a nation in the land of Israel, which is a big deal right now because that's what they're fighting about. Hamas says Israel are occupiers. They have no right to the land in Israel. Other people such as Hezbollah, Iran, and some other of the Muslim nations believe the same thing. So that peace treaty that we're talking about, that covenant that we're talking about, Vince, that is going to have to allow Israel to have these borders. And it will allow Palestine to have borders as well. So. 
It has nothing to do with a climate summit, even though people want to kind of throw that in there. But th what that climate summit does is it helps us to understand that the Pope will have a big part in that world government, and he's pushing the same agendas they are. So it helps us to understand that from Revelation 13. All right, well, you've got our take on pre, mid, and post. What do you believe? Put it in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Is it pre? Is it mid? If it's mid, you're mad, according to Doug. And, uh, or is it post? What do you think? Uh, let's see what you have to say. I shouldn't have said that. They well, probably. you know, we've got to say something every show. I'll get some show. emails for that one. Is Biden evil, though? <laughs> don't don't talk about that, go. Doug. Um, and we are taking your calls. Don't forget about that. 877 N times the number to join us, 877-363-8463. Uh, the UN Climate Summit has began today. We're going to get into that. Before we do, I want to remind you, it's Birch Gold Group's most popular special of the year, now through December 22nd for every $5,000 that you spend with Birch Gold, they'll send you a one ounce silver eagle coin for free. So visit birchgold.com slash endime to claim your eligibility now. You can purchase gold and silver or have it shipped directly to your home or have Birch Gold's precious metal specialist help you convert an existing IRA or a 401k into a tax sheltered IRA in gold for no money out of your pocket and they'll send you free silver for every $5,000 you purchase on top of that. So keep it for yourself or give something uh, with real value as a stocking stuffer this year. Just visit birchgold.com slash endtime to claim your eligibility with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Now's the best time to buy gold from Birch Gold. Go to birchgold.com slash endtime. So Doug, the UN Climate Summit began today. What do we need to know about that specific event? So some of the things that are interesting, and I guess it's more ironic than interesting, but they're having it in one of the largest oil manufacturing areas of the world. Yeah, I, and Dubai, I'm like, really? <laughs> like the reason you're having it there is because of what oil built, essentially. Yeah, and, and what do they want to do? They want to end fossil fuels. That's yeah. the whole thing to this. They want to put an end to fossil fuels. And one of the things that they're talking about, which is one of the reasons why President Trump took us out of the Paris Climate Agreement, Vince, is because they want to be able to tax larger countries that use a lot of the carbon emissions, uh, such as the United States, China, Russia, some of the other ones that are larger, we would be taxed more, so we would pay into these third world countries to help them make their countries green. And so it's kind of like a Robin Hood plan. It's, it's uh, you know, robbing from the rich nations to give to the poor. So it's socialism at its finest. And that's one of the reasons why President Trump took us out of the Paris Climate Agreement. And of course, President Biden's moved us all back into these mm -hmm. uh, agreements. As a matter of fact, uh, not only is our uh, Secretary of State Blinken going over there when he's done in Israel, but uh, already we have, um, now I can't think of his name. I had it on the tip of my tongue and I can't remember anymore. Uh, but our other guy, that's our, our green guy that's going over there. I can't think of his name, Vince. It's going to drive me crazy, so maybe they can help me out in the studio in a minute. But anyway, he's over or there. Or in the comments. People in the comments Yeah, know. they can always help us out there, too. But uh, we, we have a big representation over there. As a matter of fact, um, one of the things that America has vowed to do is kind of take charge with this and to uh, lead this race with China and work with China as two of the biggest... Um, producers there of carbon emissions and vow to kind of take charge of this whole thing and help with this. So we're moving very quickly into John Kerry is his name. About, I, oh, I thought you were talking about Buttigieg. Right there. It came to me. No. Well, and then AOC is, I think, is there as well. So Well, that doesn't surprise me. She's everywhere. But anyway, John Kerry is who I was trying to think of. Uh, he's, he's vowed that America would be very much uh, leading the way there. 
the other thing that was interesting is that um, the UN chief Gutierrez, he is the one that's kind of pushing this whole fossil fuel thing. And he, uh, he made a briefing before the press, right before he got on his big jet airplane to fly to Dubai, like others will too. Um, you think they'll ever make those electric? And would you ever fly on an electric airplane? I don't like flying on an airplane um. as it is now, so. <laughs> I so you probably won't do that. Probably uh, not. I'd I wouldn't try to either. Avoid them. But yeah, that this article actually uh, <laughs> that came out from uh, I can't even remember who it was now. I think Breitbart. Uh, yes, said um, that as Gutierrez made these statements before boarding a jet and following upwards to seventy thousand other climate warriors flying uh, into the two-week COP. 28 conference in Oil Rich Dubai. So this article was just kind of poking fun at it and talking about it. But one of the things that Gutierrez has said in the past, and I thought this was interesting because I kind of titled this part of the program as the new religion of climate change. This is what Gutierrez said in a speech to Columbia University back in 2020. Nature is determined to destroy humanity through floods, famine, and fire, and pestilence. UN Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez declared prophesying that the time has come for us to repent and mend our ways through a great climate and economic reset. So these are two of the things you're talking about. This is part of the great reset. So he made that statement back in 2020 and this is all part of that great reset wanting to change our economies, wanting to change our global uh, footprint. So uh, Gutierrez, the um, Secretary General of the United Nations, is the one that made that statement. Yeah. So when we're looking at climate change, as far as a Bible prophecy perspective goes, it's not necessarily the weather changing or going up and down like it does that is a highlight for us. It's the world government advancement that they're trying to make in all this. Yeah, exactly. They're sneaking, snuff, s sneaking stuff in <laughs> yes. uh, to... Um, to, to what's happening around the world, or at least the agenda that they're presenting, yeah. and establishing world government rule literally globally, all over the place. Even here in the United States, things are happening. Yeah, absolutely. Because some of the things that we gotta also look at what they wanna do with this, because we know very much, we talk about it all the time with the WEF and Klaus Schwab, but one of the things that they wanna do, so not only get rid of your uh, gas-burning vehicles, they want all gas-burning uh, like mowers, trimmers, edgers, all those things to become electric. Yeah. What they really want is for you to live in a 15 minute city where right. they can control the amount of electricity you use, keep you from using fossil fuels at all, keep you from traveling more than 15 minutes with outside of your area. So that's where all this is going because it's about control. And they don't want you to be property owners. They want to take all your property away. They want to put you in these boxes in the city. And then they also want to move us to a three-day work week. And that's probably going to be appealing hey. to a lot of people. <laughs> I'm starting to like it now. You, you almost got me. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. So John Kerry, the one I couldn't think of his name while ago. Same pay, less days work. Well, it probably wouldn't work that way, No, increase yeah. taxes as well. I'm sure. But they'll probably have everybody set. Remember, we talked about this uh, Europe was going to launch this, um, it was a two-year program that they were going to try where you just stayed at home and you did nothing, they give you $2,000 every month. It's, um, I can't I remember. I think we did that in 2020 as well, didn't we? Yeah, we, we, we sort of kind of did. And a lot of people got used to that. Well, it's going to be real easy to move people to that again. Mm -hmm. And remember also, because this is 
it's all part of the tentacles of the UN and it's all about control. But Yuval Noah Harari made the statement that what would human beings do once AI start taking our jobs? And he said, I don't know, stay home, play video games and take drugs. Remember, yeah. they want to keep you drugged up. They want to keep you mesmerized by the TV and keep you out of the world while they do what they want to do. And so, that's why they want to impose digital currencies. That's why they want to impose social credit scores, ESG, all that. Different. That's why they're trying to do that. Yeah. Ultimately to control us, ultimately to make us, I guess prime us to be able, prime us to be willing to pledge allegiance to such a system. At least that's how we see it from a prophetic perspective. Yeah. So that's coming. They also want to control your diet, Doug. Yes, they do. We talked a little bit yesterday about the one of their highlights this, this year at this uh, event is going to be that they want to reduce meat consumption. Yes. Have you signed up for that yet? I have not. You know I will not sign up for that. What if they made a uh, cricket steak in the shape of a T-bone? Uh, I'm going to say hard pass on that one. I'm not going to even touch it. Yeah. Don't care anything about cricket steaks. Well, we don't know what they're, we, I don't think they've started talking about that in great detail yet, right. but we know that's on the agenda that we know they plan to talk about that. So that's coming, be looking for that. And you need to know that the majority of the grocery store meat that you're buying right now, if you're buying from uh, any of the regular places, it's imported from some random country or countries overseas. It's mystery meat. They even mix it with other meats of different origins. And uh, you never know really where that's coming from. It has a product of the USA sticker on it, but it doesn't mean it's from here. It was just packaged here. So they're kind of tricky with that, like, like you would imagine that a government agency would be. So our friends at BackyardButcher.com, they're changing that. They're delivering American raised and harvested meat from right here in our American backyards to dinner tables across the nation. You can go to BackyardButchers.com and save an extra 20% off your entire order by using the code ENDTIME. We ought to get them to change that to like WEF or something. Maybe maybe next time we'll talk about it. Go to BackyardButchers.com slash ENDTIME, buy American meat today and get 20% off your entire order and just cause Klaus Schwab to really get worked up over there. So yeah. BackyardButcher.com slash ENDTIME. The Pope was going to be at this event, Doug, Right. and from some of the teaching we've heard, he's going to be signing things and causing, you know, back to this final seven years. Mm -hmm. However, he canceled his trip. Yeah. We talked about that a little bit. What's the details we need to know specifically well, about that? Well, I mean, really just the, the fact that he canceled, he wasn't able to go for uh, his health reasons. And, and that's one of the things. So we've talked about knowing in Revelation 13, we understand that whoever holds the office of the Pope at the time the Antichrist revealed in the middle of that final seven years, that that Pope will be the false prophet. And we have scripture that can back that up. We can show you from Revelation 17 that helps you understand that scripture. But we've been teaching this for a while. So uh, if you've been following us for any amount of time, you understand that while we teach that. So the thing is, is this Pope, if he's this sick and he's dealing with illnesses like this where he can't travel, a lot of people have thought that this Pope is that Pope. And we've always said, well, we don't know that. It's going to be whoever the Pope is at the time. So could we be looking at a new Pope soon? That's kind of a big thing to kind of take from that story. But he's been sick before and he's bounced right back and he's been okay. So um, the thing about it, though, and what's really important is that we help everybody understand how we know that this is not that seven-year deal uh, that starts the final seven years. And so we talked about it a little bit while ago about Daniel 9.27, and there's clues in there okay. that, that tell us. So 
I've been talking a little bit. I'm going to let you read Daniel 927. All right, 927. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate even until the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. So if you're reading that, you understand that this has nothing to do with climate change when you start hearing things like he's going to stop the animal sacrifices. Okay, because... They don't even want you to have meat or consumption of meat at these uh, COP28 things. So that has nothing to do with that. What is that talking about? That's talking about how we understand that Israel is going to be very much involved in this covenant. We talked about the confirmation of the covenant being Israel's right to exist in that land. So we know from other scripture there's going to be a sharing of the land between Israel and the Palestinians. Well, we understand that a little bit more today than we may have few years ago, at least our, our listeners can, because they can see the conflict between Israel and Palestine right now. And everybody keeps saying, including the Pope, that after this conflict is over, there needs to be a peace agreement and a two-state solution. Even our guest yesterday on the program talked about the two-state solution. So those are things that we see in Scripture. But we know there's going to be a temple involved because it says that he's going to stop the sacrifices and then he'll set up the abomination of desolation. There's not a temple right now. Right. It was destroyed. Yeah. And some people in Israel don't even want to talk about this, Doug, but there is a temple coming, you're saying. There yeah. will be a physical temple built on the Temple Mount. The, most people um, are very familiar with the picture of the Dome of the Rock that sits there right now mm -hmm. in Jerusalem, this huge golden dome. And that is, you're saying there's going to be, will that be destroyed and then a temple built over where that was or how will that work? We don't think so because okay. of scripture. And that scripture, the reason why, well first let's talk about the topographical area that we're talking about. When you have the Dome of the Rock, we've shown pictures before. Mm -hmm. The Dome of the Rock, there's an area to the north of the Dome of the Rock that is a perfect size and a place where they even believe the Holiest of Holies was located that they could put the temple and it could be shared with the Muslim Dome of the Rock and the Alaska Mosque. And I, I've stood in that dome. Mm -hmm. Dome of Spirits, I think is what they call it. That's correct. And I prayed in that dome illegally, Doug. Couldn't help myself. Ooh, you, know, I'm always, you know I'm always pushing the envelope. <laughs> you really are. Did you pray in it? I did. I actually prayed all over that Temple Mount, you know. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, so, like yesterday, remember, I keep referring back to that interview we had yesterday. But, um, you know, the lieutenant colonel even said, all of Israel wants for Israel to be a place for all nations to worship. They want everybody to coexist. They want everybody to have their right to worship however they want to. Christians, she said, Jews, Jews, Muslims. So that is kind of what's going to happen there on the Temple Mount because Revelation 11, Vince, tells us that there's going to be a sharing of that Temple Mount in Revelation 11, 1 and 2. You want to read that? Um, Yes, Revelation 11, 1 and 2, And there was given me a reed like unto a rod, and the angel stood, saying, Rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and them that worship therein. But the court which is without the temple, leave out and measure it not, for it is given unto the Gentiles, and the holy city shall tread underfoot forty and two months. So, Doug, this means there will be a Jewish temple. What about Christians? I know, like we just mentioned, they're saying there's many that would, I guess, welcome Christians to come up there and pray. Is yeah. there going to be a place for Christians to worship? I would, have, I would assume yes, okay. uh, because of the fact that that is one of the things that we've seen in Dubai. Uh, 
with the Abrahamic house. We've also seen it, it's in uh, Belgium, Germany, I believe they have one as well. And I would imagine on this Temple Mount there would be a place for Christians also to worship there. There's a huge Christian church right across the valley of um, the Kidron Valley, mm -hmm. right across, uh, right there at the Garden of Gethsemane where our tour kind of starts on the first day. We kind of come down there and Dave teaches in front of this big uh, church and it's a, a Christian church. And then we walk across the Kidron Valley. And so th there's things close, but I think there would be a facility there as well, moved somewhere there where we would have something for Christians. But Bible well. prophecy doesn't indicate that. Right. It just says it'll be shared by the Gentiles. Gentiles are anybody that's not Jewish. And again, presently it's illegal for Christians to go there and pray. Yes. It's illegal for Jews to go there and pray. That's correct. So what would you do if you went to Jerusalem and got to go to the Temple Mount? You're able to walk around up there. You're, a lot of times you're able to go into the Dome of the Rock, actually. Uh, would you pray on the Temple Mount? Let us know what you think in the comments, yes or no. We are taking your call today. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Now, Doug, you're clarifying um, that the Temple will be involved, that the uh, final seven years is not beginning with COP28, mm -hmm. and it hasn't started yet. Uh, what else do we need to know from these scriptures? Well, the other thing, Jesus talks about this abomination of desolation that Daniel spoke of in Daniel 9.27. He also talks about it in Daniel 11. Um, he tells us that this triggers something that's very important, and it also lets us know that there will be a temple during the time of the end, okay? So we know there's going to be a temple there for sure because Jesus tells us this in Matthew 24, and these are verses 15 and 16 and also verse 20. We skipped some for just time purposes, so I'll let you read that. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, whoso readeth, let him understand, then let him which be in Judea flee into the mountains, for then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world, to this time no nor ever shall be. Now Doug, I've, we make TikTok videos now. Yeah, and there's we a do. I know. It's <laughs> dreadful, isn't it? It is for me, yeah. <laughs> um, and um, they're also on YouTube Shorts, so mm -hmm. if you follow us on YouTube, uh, TikTok, I guess, and all the other places. Um, sure. But in there, I talked about how uh, the Great Tribulation is going to be bad, mm -hmm. the TikTok I did, but He's never going to leave us nor forsake us. Right. And people kind of get upset when I say that, and I think they get upset because of this scripture. Uh, then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world. Now, obviously, we believe this. We, we talk right. about it all the time. Yeah. Some people don't think we're going to be here for that. We personally do. Right. But when, when I make a video and say, yeah, it's going to get bad, but Jesus is going to still be with us, I never thought in my wildest dreams that that's what I would get chastised for. Yeah. Well, people don't want to hear that we're going to have to go through some hard times, some tribulation. But, you know, I mean, think about some of the things that Peter told us. I mean, he said, when you're in that tribulation, count it as pure joy. I mean, we were told that by Paul, by Peter. They actually went through tribulations. And so when we look at Scripture, we can see God is going to get us through those hard times. Absolutely. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back after the break. As a viewer of The End Time Show, you're getting early access to Christmas deals starting right now. Do you remember that feeling you had as a kid during the holidays? What experiences and gifts would you receive this year? 
Well, the atmosphere at End Time is nearly the same. We're excited because these deals are now available through the end of 2023. Why are we so thrilled? Because we know these resources transform lives and that's even more fun than Christmas, especially in these tough times. For the remainder of 2023, you can get deals like a special VIP group video call with Dave Robbins when you get Understanding the End Time. End Time Plus subscription for 50% off, or my personal favorite, a $10 and under sale for almost 100 different products featuring Irvin Baxter, Dave Robbins, and more. Go to endtime.com slash deals for a full catalog of items. You can also call 800 End Time. Hurry, supplies are limited. Go to endtime.com slash deals today. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning End Time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug, I'm going to be preaching here in a couple weeks. North Cities, December something. The 13th, I think is what it is. I forget right now. Yeah, I thought Sunday I had it written Wednesday. down. It's a Wednesday. Okay. So if you're in the Dallas area, I'd love to have you out. Doug, I think, will be there. Dave will probably be there. Mm-hmm. And maybe not now that they heard I'm preaching, but nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> I'll love be there have, even more so. Love to have you out in the Dallas area. Um, you can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the venue there. Also, um, man, Doug, we're getting ready to start the show. And a buddy from high school walks in the studio. Hadn't seen him in... 20 years, 15 years, maybe wow. 20. No, I'm, I'm 36. So oh, okay. 18 years, maybe. I don't know. It's been a long time. So um, we're, we're happy to have a friend of mine uh, from high school here in the studio with us. It makes it a little nerve wracking to have uh, a live audience though, it, it of two. Me, it makes me feel even better because I know it? somebody's here and I'm not just looking at a camera. Okay. So well, it helps me a little bit. I can look over at them and say, hey, there's people in here. Yeah. Well, glad to have them here with <laughs> us. There's more on the war on Hamas, Doug, yeah. that we want to update everyone with. We've right. got calls. The lines are filling up quickly. If you want to get on, you better call now, 877-END-TIME. But I think we need to give this update real quick and remind everybody it goes a long way when you help share this video. So please do that now. Share the video. Uh, give us a heart. Comment what you're thinking. Uh, do you like us being on TikTok or not? I know there's a lot of TikTok haters. I'm personally not into TikTok, but there's a lot of people there that need to see the video. So let us know what you think in the comments. Do you like us on TikTok or not? And uh, don't yeah, give me to some encouragement if you heart. like it because I don't. <laughs> I think most people, most people that watch us, don't yeah. like TikTok, Doug. Okay. So it's well, kind of like a maybe we're reaching that's a our, different uh, generation or something. Yeah, like it's that. it's the old door knocking campaign there for us. Go. TikTok is where <laughs> a lot of young people are, and we're trying to help influence perspective on what's happening, give people peace, hope, and understanding, yeah. instead of all the doom and gloom that they're hearing about right. Bible prophecy. And there's a lot of garbage out on those things, too, so Bear has some good stuff, too, right? Absolutely. Right. Um, war on Hamas, Israel, what's yeah. going on there, Doug? So, you know, we, we talked yesterday about the um, 
the ceasefire and everything that's going on with that and the hostage swapping and, and what uh, Hamas wanted to do, they wanted to have a permanent ceasefire if they would give up all of the, the hostages. And now we're finding out that they can't really stop themselves. So <laughs> this happened, uh, it's not funny, I don't mean to laugh, but I'm just trying to say this, it, it's instilled in these people like yesterday, our guest uh, said it's an ideology that we've got to change and start with a younger generation and help them grow up to not hate each other. And so uh, one of the things that happened yesterday, early morning, two Palestinian terrorists opened fire at a bus stop, killing three Israelis and injuring six more in a terror attack at the entrance of the city. But two off-duty soldiers and an armed civilian actually killed the gunman before they could hurt more people. And so um, for all those people that want to confiscate our Second Amendment rights, there's a proof that a good guy with a gun can stop a bad guy with a gun. So that's all I'll say about that. But as we move on from there. Uh, I won't add to it. All right, we pr probably keep us out of trouble if we don't. Uh, but anyway, just say we're in Texas. That's all people need to know. There you go. We are in Texas, the Lone Star State. Yeah. So um, just anyway, never know. there you go. Remember the Alamo. And uh, so one of the things that was going on here uh, while this was happening, it was during a ceasefire. Uh, but one of the things that was happening here in this country last night, and it's one of the things I wanted to show you because I just wanted you to, I, I wanted everybody to understand from that story that there are still terror attacks going on even though they're saying we're going to be at a ceasefire and Israel stops bombing Gaza and uh, then this happens and, and they're still just killing innocent people at a bus stop. So it's the first time that's happened since October 7th, by the way, uh, a terrorist attack within Israel. Um, so just want to update everybody on that. And one of the things here that happened in this country was uh, during this time when this was happening, um, Palestinian protesters disrupted the annual Christmas tree lighting at Rockefeller Center. So we have some footage of that. I'd like to show that video right now if we can. Okay, so Vince, that was last night at Rockefeller Center where they were doing the Christmas tree lighting. And as you can see, all that was Palestinian protesters, but there were a lot of people uh, wearing the Hamas um, flags and the Hamas uh, head wraps and things like that, uh, videotaping the whole thing. And remember, this is, this is happening in 
our country. So, I mean, these things are happening. People are uh, really fighting back. And you want to talk about insurrections, uh, there's one for you right there. Uh, but as this all happened within the last day or so, Anthony Blinken, our um, Secretary of State, was over in Israel. Like I said, he's getting ready to head to Dubai as well, but he stopped in Israel. Uh, I think it's for like the 10th time that he's been there since October 7th. And he was encouraging, or should I say encouraging? He was trying to tell Netanyahu, look, uh, there needs to be, you guys need to kind of watch what you're doing with the civilians that are being killed because of the fact that America is getting a lot of backlash for those civilians that are being killed. But remember that Hamas has built these tunnels underneath hospitals and schools and things like that. And when the Hamas leader was asked about why didn't they get some of those civilians that couldn't evacuate into these tunnels for safety, he said, they're not my responsibility. So he could care less about the Palestinian people. Uh, he just wanted it to look bad that Israel's killing innocent uh, people. Uh, so anyway, as this was happening, um, Netanyahu came out with a video. We're going to have a video there that they're going to show of Netanyahu, and I'll just kind of read you what he said in his statement as that video plays because it's in Hebrew. But Netanyahu said, he told Blinken, this is the same Hamas that carried out the terrible massacre on October 7th, the same Hamas that tries to murder us everywhere. He says, I told him we swore and I swore to eliminate Hamas. Nothing will stop us. We will continue this war until we achieve these three goals to release all of our abductees, to eliminate Hamas completely, and to ensure that Gaza will never again face such a threat. That's what Netanyahu said. And then that was tweeted out. So that went over X, I believe, as well. Um, and then... Uh, the reason why that's important and why we talk about it right now is because of the fact that, um, you know, we've talked about this war escalating and becoming something more than just a, a war between Israel and Hamas. Uh, it's kind of the, the vibe you're feeling because we know we've been attacked by Hezbollah and Iran proxies there in that region. It continues to happen. There's been other, uh, like the the Houthis down in Yemen that have joined in this fight as well. So it appears like Israel is fighting a war on all fronts right now. At home, on their borders, this ring of fire is really closing in on them. So could this turn into a bigger deal? It could, I believe, Vince, if, um, if we get more involved in it. And that's what Israel wants us to do. They want us to do something about Iran. They don't want to be the ones that go in and do something about Iran because they know if they do, it's going to strike a war with all Arab countries. And so they want the West to take care of Iran through sanctions and other things and, and maybe even war too. So if that happens, yes, this could escalate into that Six Trumpet War. So anyway, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it every day and report on things like this and let you see. But I just wanted everybody to understand this war is not going away. There will be no ceasefire until... Netanyahu in Israel is convinced that Hamas can no longer hurt them. So, did the final seven years begin? Not yet. Very clearly no, saying no peace has not began. Right. You're also saying the rapture's not going to happen at any moment. Right. And that it's not going to happen in 2030, to the best of our knowledge today. There's going to be a whole lot that has to happen within the next couple months for that to, to wrap up in 2030. So, I don't think 2030 is going to be the year either. All right, you're making it pretty clear, Doug. For anyone out there wondering, you've made it quite clear. 
we are taking your calls here momentarily. Actually, I think we have time for one more one call, Doug, before the break coming up. So let's do that now. We will go to Mark in Missouri. Mark, welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, yeah. Um, you know, we were talking about uh, fossil fuels and everything. They don't tell anybody that uh, all the electricity that they're getting, 96% of it is produced by fossil fuels. So I don't know what they've got to plan to replace that. Yeah, we're not real sure on that either, Mark. Uh, like don't I was, ask questions and donate <laughs> your money. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll own nothing and be happy is all that we know that they teach. So I'm sure that they're still going to have fossil fuel burning vehicles and machines and planes, and they're going to eat the best quality steak that's out there. Just not available to the common folk. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, I left a message for Doug the other day, a voice message, and I was telling him about a thing that I'd seen on uh, TVN, a couple of shows, Eric Metastas had a guy in there talking about uh, this uh, Muslim, uh, you know, return of their savior. And then uh, there was another show on TVN, uh, I think the uh, Rosenberg Report, it was talking about this guy that's Russia's uh, right-hand guy, or Putin's right-hand man. And I believe they were talking that he was a Muslim, and he's basically trying to convince Putin to, uh, you know, join in with these Muslims, even though Putin's probably not uh, Muslim. Um, and I was wondering what your take on that may be the, the three um, uh, bones that are in the mouth of the bear and some of the pictures I see on you guys' stuff. Yeah, well, we're not sure what those three ribs are going to be. Um, so right now it's all speculation. We've, we've thought before that, you know, they could be uh, regions there within uh, the Russian provenance or also within Asia. But with all the things that are going on right now, maybe that part of it hasn't been revealed to us yet. We're just kind of, we have to kind of take that right now with a grain of salt because like I said, it's all speculation and we don't know for sure. But we do know that Russia will join forces with Arab countries and nations uh, in the Battle of Armageddon and the Battle of Gog and Magog, same war there and they're going to align themselves and we're watching that alignment happen. Uh, I read an article today, Putin reached out to Abbas who is uh, over the Palestinian Authority there and told him that they have Russia's so full support to help push for the Palestinians to have a state. And so uh, Russia is very much aligning themselves up biblically with what uh, prophecy tells us. So yeah, I mean that lines up perfectly. Yeah. Well, I just thought it was pretty amazing when I found out about this guy that's Putin's right-hand man. I think they said he was Muslim and was pushing Putin towards, you know, being more sympathetic to the Muslims. Absolutely, Mark. We're coming up on a break. Got to cut you off there. Thank you so much for your call. God bless you. There's a line at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back after the break. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? 
the lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 Endtime. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Deagle here with Doug Norvell. Don't forget to go to endtime.com slash deals. We've got a number of items available. Uh, Jerusalem Prophecy College, $34 off. End Time Plus, 50% off right now between, between now and the end of the year. And uh, even uh, Irvin's books, Doug, Revelation Volume 1 and 2, you can get two for the price of one right now. There's a package Ooh, there. That's a good deal. Endtime.com slash deals if you want a chapter-by-chapter -chapter commentary on the book of Revelation from Irvin Baxter's 50 plus years of study, so be sure to check that out. It's There's one of my go-to books when I need an answer that I don't have off the top of my head. It's a great book. Yep. Go there, check is. it out. Yes, All right, Doug, we're ready to get back to the phones? Let's do it. All right, let's go to Tennessee now. Christy's watching there. Christy, welcome to the End Time Show. Hi, how are you? We're doing well, Christy. Um, I just have a quick question. Okay. Are you there? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I just heard that in the background. I heard you um, as you were talking earlier about the um, Christians going through the tribute. Well, actually, the, the tribulation on the earth. And I had read this scripture several months back and just put it in my heart and said I wanted to ask my end time friends when I have the opportunity if that's what I'm understanding it. And it says because I have guarded and kept God's word of patient endurance, he also will keep me safe from the hour of trial or testing which is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell upon the earth. Is that a reference to what you were speaking about earlier? Well, actually, that is a reference to one of the churches that John wrote to. Oh, okay. And so when we, when we look at those letters, remember John was told in the book of Revelation to write the things thou hast seen, the things that are, and the things that shall be hereafter. So those churches fall within the things that are. And he was writing letters to physical churches at that time. So, oh, okay. so those were things that were written to those churches. When you go to uh, Revelation chapter 4, 
uh, that is where it says that John was told, come up hither and I shall show you these things which must be hereafter. So this is uh -huh. that installment of that. Everything from 4 to 22 are the things that shall be hereafter. It's all prophetical after that. And so that's the structure of the book of Revelation. The things which uh, thou hast seen is Revelation chapter 1. The things which are is 2 and 3. And then the things which shall be hereafter start in 4 and oh, go all okay. the way to 22. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks for your call, Christy. Just, God bless you. All right. We're going to go to Oklahoma now. Joel's watching in Oklahoma. Joel, welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, I'm watching y'all on the big screen today, guys. Y'all look pretty sharp. Oh, All thank right. you very much. <laughs> you know, I've, uh, just before the Christy kind of let is let, led into what I y'all were talking. A lot of people were are so fearful and and uh, about the end times. I had an incident happen. It's been five or six. I say incident. It was divine. And I usually take my rest right after lunch every day, and it's my quiet time. And I've never revealed this to very many people, but a few. And well, you're about to reveal it to a lot of people right now, Joel. <laughs> just heads up. Say again. I said you're about to reveal it to a lot of people right now, Joel. Just give you a heads up. I know I'm about to reveal it. One guy <laughs> told me it was sleep paralysis, but I know the difference in a dream and reality. Yeah. Okay. And I was sitting back, and, and I had my dog across my lap. And, I mean, it didn't happen 15 minutes, 10 minutes after I sat down. It happened immediately as I closed my eyes, and I said, God, I'm just going to be quiet now. And I was taken up into a great tornado or whirlwind, and I, I was going up, and I couldn't say Jesus very good, but I did say it. I came down the second time I went up. I said, Jesus, a little easier, and I came back down. And the third time, I was kind of angry, or I felt anger. And as I was going up, I said, Jesus, help. And my chair hit the floor of this house, and it shook. And things were befuddled, and, and uh, papers and things were in the floor that shouldn't be there. And my dog was looking at me like, what just happened? I looked up at the clock, and it was just a minute after I had set out. So I know that a lot of people are worried, have fears about the end times. But I want to say this. Jesus revealed to me that, he, and I asked him, I said, Jesus, help me to understand this. And he said, you will be with me. Will you be with me hmm. in the end? So if we're born again of the water and the spirit, as Acts 2.38 says, repent and be baptized in Jesus Christ's name for the remission of your sins, you'll receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So when we do this, we have a two, cure, two cures when we're baptized in Jesus' name. We have our sins washed away, and we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, yep. the Holy Spirit, some people say. Amen. And I'm glad we don't have anything to fear, Joel. I'm right there with you. We appreciate you calling and sharing your perspective there. God bless you. Uh, we're going to go to Texas now. April's watching there. April, welcome to the End Time Show. Yes, hello. Hi, April. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. We're running short on time. If you could get right to your question, we'll do our best to respond accordingly. 
I'm just curious. I got maybe two and a half things. I was going to Robert's class. I think his name Robert's class before you guys had it. And uh, I remember back then he was pre-trib. Now he's he's mid-trib. And I was shocked because I listened to him. So now, guys, what are you now? Because then you used to be pre-trib. We've been post-trib essentially forever. We tell a story about how Irvin Baxter was raised pre-trib. But we are post-trib. That's what's in all of our content. And uh, that's not changing anytime soon. Thanks for your call, April. God bless you. We're going to go to Tennessee now. John's watching there. John, welcome to the End Time Show. Good afternoon to the two of you. The John, Doug. Hello, John. John, Hello. we miss you. Well, I thought somebody was shooting at me, but it must have been you because nobody else did me. <laughs> well, that's not the kind of miss me you're talking about. <laughs> right, that's right. right. Just a comment. <laughs> Uh, this thing that the Pope was going to do and begged out for medical reason, I have a feeling that when they get to rearranging the uh, situation on the Temple Mount, that they're going to use the Abrahamic house, as in Dubai and other places, as a uh, sort of a blueprint and try to put... Uh, Christian, Jewish, Muslim all together up there. But I'm wondering really how much the power base is going to be switched around when the sixth trumpet war hits is going to affect their plans. So once again, I'm going to warn people, don't jump ahead. Don't try to sit down and mathematically figure out who the Antichrist is. It will be revealed when God says he will be revealed. Mm-hmm. And God will maintain us through the Great Tribulation. So are you saying the Antichrist is King Charles, John? Or? I have no <laughs> idea who he is. Honestly, mm-hmm. no idea. I see. I, actually, I think King Charles is going to be a mouthpiece because English is going to be the world language as far as I can see. Yeah. yeah. saw an article the other day, John, where New Zealand now is uh, going to make English mandatory for all citizens living there. Uh, if, if, so, I mean, we're watching that happen, and you know, they have indigenous people that live in that region uh, that do not speak English, and they're saying if you hold any kind of office or anything like that, everything that's going to be printed is going to be printed in English. The UN's done this before, and that's one of the things where we see that prophecy coming to pass where it yeah. says that it will have the mouth of the lion. The mouth of the lion. Yes, sir. I, I totally agree with you. The mouth of the lion is going to be an English language world. And all we got to do is just maintain that belief in Jesus Christ and Amen. go through it. Amen. Sometimes yes, head down, sometimes head up, but go through it. Amen. Absolutely. John, and we love you. Thanks so much for calling, and we miss you. We hope you come back to Dallas soon. Everybody should be taking advantage of the discount pricing on <laughs> uh, End Time Plus and Jerusalem Prophecy College. All right. Up to the amount that you're going to get rid of it, that kind of money, because that's unbelievable pricing. They really should be doing it. Absolutely. Go there, endtime.com slash deals. Both are listed there. You can get Endtime Plus or Jerusalem Prophecy College, as John and hundreds, thousands of others recommend. So do that today. Thanks so much for your call again, John. God bless you. We're going to go to Texas now. Uh, we have time, I think, for one more call. Dave, if you can get right to your question. If this is Dave Robbins, we'll just hang up on him right away, right, Doug? <laughs> is this <laughs> Dave Robbins? Dave Robinson. 
No. <laughs> no? Okay. Dave, what's your question hey, I wanna, today? I want to thank you for the time that you're giving me. I think y'all are doing a great service for the Lord. And uh, I've got a quick question that I wonder why nobody has made any comments on um, the World Health Organization uh, met with the United Nations General Assembly back in September uh, 20th, and they agreed that the World Health Organization has the authority to declare a pandemic, and the United Nations agreed that they would enforce a worldwide lockdown. Dave, we're, uh, Dave, we're running out of time. We did talk about it here on the End Time Show. Do you have a specific question about that you'd like us to address? Uh, does that not satisfy Daniel 9.27 that they'd have a confirm a covenant with many for seven years to satisfy the 2030 agenda at seven years away? No, sir, it doesn't because we're not seeing anything about that temple mount or that peace agreement between Israel. Remember when we talked about the scripture before, he stops the sacrifices, the animal sacrifices, and he sets up the abomination of desolation. There's other scripture we didn't get to today in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 where Paul tells us the revealing of the man of sin will be in that temple when he declares himself to be God. And so these agreements that are going on, they have nothing to do with that covenant in Daniel 9.27. Dave, we, um, we did talk about that on this show. Like I mentioned, you can go to End Time Plus. Go to watch.endtime.com. All those daily shows are there available for free. You don't have to have a subscription. Um, so go there and check that out. I don't remember what the show title was called, but if you'll go back to around that date, uh, Doug and I did discuss the event that you talked about. All right, Doug, we are less than a minute left. How do we wrap today's show up and give people some hope going into the weekend? Well, you know, Vince, I mean, bottom line, you, you touched on it earlier today when you talked about the Lord's never going to forsake us or leave us. He gives us that promise, and He tells us if, if we're doing our business about the kingdom and keeping Him as our goal, that we're not going to have to worry about anything. So we have that encouragement today. God's not going to leave us, forsake us, but He's going to see us through the rough times. Amen. All right, last question of the day. How old was Jesus when He was crucified, you know? I don't know, but when he started his ministry, according to Luke 3.23, he was 30 years old. All right, what do you think? How old was Jesus? Put it in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to go to endtime.com. Watch that endtime.com to participate in thousands of hours of content. It's totally free because of partners like you. You can become a partner today. Go to endtime.com give and sign up there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time.